Welcome into Straight Up Sports. I'm your host, Devin Albertson. Time to do a little eight-man football. A quick um, update here, kind of going forward. The Missouri eight-man all-star game, you guys know, has been canceled, but the association is still giving out three scholarships. I have been told they'll be given out tomorrow, um, so be on the lookout for that. I'll retweet it at mo8manfootball.com, uh, mo8manfootball on Twitter. Those three guys will be awarded scholarships. I'll tweet it out um, and make sure those kind of get circulated out there so everyone kind of gets those kids some recognition, even though the game is not happening. Um, I think it was supposed to happen next weekend or maybe this past week. I'm not sure exactly when that game was supposed to be. Usually it's in July or June, so right around the 4th of July. So, unfortunately, that game's not happening. Fortunately, I went down an eight-man rabbit hole over the past week. Um, and if you guys have noticed on Twitter, at Mo8ManFootball and my own account, at Devin Albertson, I have been tweeting out polls for mascots. And we had the first round uh, was yesterday, ended tonight. I'm recording this before 10 p.m., on Wednesday night, we'll have the second round just published out, so we'll go over this real quick. Um, and the way I kind of did this, there was, I don't remember how many mascots there was, that um, we had to vote between 1, 2, 3, so 6, 10, 14, looks like 18 mascots, so kind of hard to do an 18-team bracket, but I did it anyways. We'll have a couple of three-team rounds kind of going forward here. Uh, but the first round, I knocked down the two like conferences kind of, one conference I had like animals, the other one I had people. Uh, I didn't know where to put whirlpools or muskets because they're kind of different. Uh, so muskets, since their mascot on their helmet is a um, like a bird kind of thing, they went to the animals section and the other animals. Whirlpool, whirlwinds, didn't have a place to put them, so they went with people to make it kind of more even. Um, but first round, uh, first we'll just go with birds. Um, I had Blue Jays versus Eagles. Eagles did win that one by 65% of the votes. Uh, 98 votes, though, so thank you guys for voting on that. 98 votes there. Uh, the other game in the bird round was the Cardinals and the Orioles. Cardinals, 62% of the vote of the 94, so the Cardinals will play the Eagles in the second round. That just started. Um, Predators, game one. There's three games of this one. Um, there are six teams that are, or six mascots that are Predators of some sort. You had Bearcats versus Wolves. I personally, okay, so the first two ones, I thought Eagles and Cardinals would move on. They both did. In the Predators division, I like Bearcats. This is my Northwest Missouri State bias kind of coming out. But the Wolves are pretty cool too. So the EA Wolves here technically beat the Oric Bearcats um, in the mascot battle. So the Wolves move on. Then the Bobcats, which of course is Bramer. Um, they had to play the Wildcats, which is two teams, Southwest Livingston and King City. Spelled differently, because King City spells theirs with a K, not a C. Uh, the Wildcats, just barely 101 votes. They won 51%, so either 50, 52 votes there. Just barely put the Wildcats over the Bobcats. Very close. I thought the Wildcats would win that one, and they did. The last one was Panthers versus Tigers. Had 102 votes. Panthers, 57% of the votes. Congratulations, Mountain City slash Pattonsburg. Their mascot, both the Panthers, um, different colors. Uh, but they moved on, beating the Tigers, which is represented by four teams in the eight-man DeKalb, Keatsville, Rich Hill, and Worth County. Um, and, of course, get teams earlier, um, Eagles. That's two different type of Eagles. You have the Jasper Eagles and the Bishop LeBlanc Golden Eagles. Cardinals represented by uh, North Andrew and Stewartsville. And then Blue Jays are Rockport, and the Orioles are Concordia. So those are kind of the different color teams that are in there. Then we go to the other animals division. 
We had Bulldogs versus Muskets. Muskets, of course, is Northwest Nottoway. Musket is, of course, there used to be the Mustangs and the Rockets. They smashed it together. Muskets, kind of unique. Um, but they lost to the Bulldogs, who are represented by Appleton City, Liberal, and Stanberry. The Bulldogs move on to the second round. That was 105 votes there, 66% going to the Bulldogs. And the other game in the Animal Division is Mustangs versus Rams. The Mustangs, of course, um, who were the Mustangs? Oh, Northwest Hughesville Mustangs take out the Schuyler County Rams. Thank you um, to GRC.com Twitter page for correcting me there. I'm going to probably say Schuyler for most of the year on accident because it's not how you spell Schuyler, but it's the Schuyler County Rams. They lost to Northwest Hughesville in the mascot competition. So going on to the next round in the animal side of stuff, it'll be the Eagles versus the Cardinals, Bulldogs versus Mustangs, and then a three-team duel between the Wolves, Wildcats, and Panthers to see who comes out on top in that one to make the animal final. And then we'll have a three-team duel in the animal side of it um, of those winners in the next round. So that's kind of how that's going to work. On the people side, you have the Spartans, which is, of course, South Holt, Nottoway Holt. The Aggies, which is Norborn, Harden Central. Uh, I'm sorry, Spartans played the Saints the first round, though. The Saints, North, uh, St. Paul Lutheran. Spartans of the 97 votes, they got 72%. Oh, I didn't say this earlier. Mustangs, Rams, Mustangs, 54% of the 98 votes. So pretty close there. Mustangs kind of sneaked out, though. But on the people's side, Spartans beat the Saints 72% to 28 of the 97 votes. The second game in the people's division was People versus Natural Disaster. And this one was close. 100 votes, 52 to 48. Aggies take down the Whirlwinds. Um, of course, the Aggies, Norborn, Harden Central. Whirlwinds is Archie. Archie was my favorite here to win the whole thing. I thought Whirlwinds would be unique enough. It was my favorite mascot going in. I thought they would go all the way. They would just storm a path with the wind and just take the whole thing. But the whirlwinds lost out to the Aggies in the first round. Um, so it'll be Spartans versus Aggies in round number two, a couple of co-ops going at each other there with Norman Harden central and the Aggies and South Holt and I Holt and the Spartans. And then we had um, more here, more kind of a, more warriors in this one. Uh, of course, the North Shelby Raiders versus the Albany Warriors is kind of what this one came down to. And the Warriors just barely 107 votes, 51% going to the Warriors. They had a big lead early. The Raiders, uh, Coach Bass up there in Shelbyville, made a strong push there at the end, but the Raiders couldn't quite get there as the Warriors move on to the second round. I thought the Raiders win this one. They did not. The last one was Chiefs versus Indians. This one was a landslide. 102 votes, 80% went to the Chiefs. This was the biggest uh, margin of any of them. Um, of course, the two closest was Aggies versus Whirlwinds and Wildcats versus Bobcats. So those were the closest ones um, kind of going into this round. Also, Raiders-Warriors were really close as well. So there was three really close matchups here in the first round. I like seeing that. Uh, but round two, um, just kind of go over this again. It'd be Wolves, Wildcats, and Panthers in one section. And then you have Bulldogs versus Mustangs, Eagles versus Cardinals, Spartans versus Aggies, and Warriors versus Chiefs. Um, for me, I voted for the Panthers out of the Predator Division. I voted for the Bulldogs out of the other animals. And I voted for the Cardinals out of the Bird Division. I think the Eagles will win, though. I'm just kind of biased. Go St. Louis Cardinals. That's just kind of the way I am. Uh, Spartans, Aggies, I voted for the Spartans. And then Warriors versus Chiefs. You guys know how I voted for the Chiefs here. Um, so 
But I'm interested. Yeah, you guys vote. Um, it is still very early. We are just four votes in. Uh, for some of these, four votes in. Cardinals have all four votes over the Eagles right now. The Predators, Panthers have two votes to the Wolves with one. Wildcats, none. Uh, Bulldogs have two votes to Mustangs, one. Uh, Spartans currently leading the Aggies, three votes to two. And the Chiefs leading the Warriors, four votes to one. So that's how the – oh, now six votes to one there. Chiefs over Warriors kind of going there. Uh, these are just going to keep changing as you guys keep voting for them. But I want to get over 100 votes for all these in round two. We'll see what can happen here. Um, and then we'll have the semifinals going on tomorrow. Um, I guess on – so this is going to go all day Thursday. So all day Friday will be the semifinals. And the 4th of July we will have our championship round um, on Twitter. So while you're out barbecuing, enjoying a nice day out, um, having a cold beverage, getting ready for the fireworks, make sure you guys vote for the final for the eight-man championship for the mascots. I might extend that to two days just because of the holiday weekend of Sunday. That way everyone has a chance to vote on that one. Um, my favorites right now to go all the way to the finals, I think it's going to be Spartans versus Wolves. That's – no, Spartans-Panthers. Let's go Spartans-Panthers I think will be the championship. But we'll see. Anything can happen here. Uh, that's the mascot with the most teams. The Tigers is out. Um, you still in the whirlwinds. My personal favorite's out. So we'll kind of see what goes on here. Um, but I'm really excited. I've been doing this. So I went and started mixing around with my Excel sheets because I do love Excel. I love messing with this stuff here. Um, and also, I just wanted to put this out here. Mascots that we lost due to co-ops and stuff like that. Pirates, Bulldogs, Mustangs, Rockets, Gremlins, Hornets, Knights, Trojans. Another Bulldog team, Indians, and Eagles. Those are the mascots that we used to have that are no longer. Um, and all those, Norborn was the Pirates. Uh, Harden Central was the Bulldogs. Mustangs was North Nottaway. Rockets was West Nottaway. Gremlins was Sacred Heart. They're now with Northwest Hughesville. Hornets was Craig. That was a long time ago, but they've co-opted a couple times since then. The Knights was South Holt. The Trojans was Nottaway Holt. Bulldogs were Fairfax. They've co-opted a couple times as well. And Tarkio Indians, and then the Eagles. Who were the Eagles? Oh, that was Miami. They are caught with Drexel. Miami used to be an eight-man years ago, and they caught with Drexel an eleven-man, and they're back to eight-man. So I included them in the schools that um, lost out on stuff, kind of going forward. And we're almost up to ten votes already in the first twenty minutes of this poll. So we'll kind of see what happens with that. But I'm really excited with the interaction we've had here if you see it on twitter give it a retweet um schools if your mascot's there tweet it out have your fan base follow it um and get it going there a little bit again apologies to skylar county i like the rams mascot i thought it would beat the mustangs it did not i do love the mascot unique color scheme there in skylar in queen city missouri um so currently what i've been doing is going back looking at the records from last year current winning streaks and losing streaks of course, Mount has the longest winning streak with eight games. Uh, Keatsville sitting at zero because they haven't played a football game yet. Uh, a bunch of teams with one straight loss. Uh, the biggest losing streaks uh, currently right now with at least four games or more. Archie and Rockport both with four-game losing streets, streak, streaks. Of course, Archie was an 11-man. Uh, Skylar County, they've lost five straight. Northwest Hughesville has lost seven. Jasper has lost nine straight. They won the opener last year, then lost like, last nine 11-man. And the two longest, Chillahowie has lost 11 straight, and Bramer has lost 21 straight games. Bramer 
has, of course, uh, left the GRC. They are now in the CRC uh, going into next year, which I thought I was going to have all that ready for it, but I do not. Yes, I do. Okay, so this is what I have for conferences for next year. Of course, we'll have two independents, Schuyler County and Bishop LeBlanc. The other 32 teams are all in conferences. The 275 is the same as it was last year. DeKalb, East Atchison, Mound City, Northwest Nottoway, Platte Valley, Rockport, Southwest Nottoway, Southwest Livingston, and Stewartsville. Livingston, they tempted leaving for the CRC. They decided to stay in the 275. I think it's a good move for the team. It helps the 275. It's another solid program. I think Livingston... It's been years since they haven't won at least seven, eight games. I mean, they're always a solid to above average team, and they made a state championship game last year. Very solid addition to the conference. I'm glad they stayed. It's a bit of a trip for teams in the conference, but I think it's a good addition. I'm glad they're still there. The CRC, uh, this is the new con- uh, ex- expanded conference this year. Um, Bramer, Chillahowie, Concordia, Keatsville, Norbert Harden Central, North Shelby, Northwest Hughesville, Oric, Santa Fe, and St. Paul Lutheran. Uh, from what I'm told, they're going to split into two different divisions within that conference because um, you're not going to be able to play. There's 10 teams in that conference. You won't be able to get to play them all and have auto conference games. So they're going to split it up a little bit. We'll see how it goes. Um, of course, let's see, Bramer, Concordia, Keatsville, Santa Fe, and St. Paul Lutheran all joining the conference this year. That's five new teams to the conference. Uh, so they go from a conference with just five teams to up to 10. Uh, great expansion there in the CRC. I am curious to see how long this conference kind of lasts in its current indiation. I think there's going to be teams dropping down next year and the year after. So I'm guessing this conference will shrink back down a little bit with some of these teams will probably leave whenever more of the I-70 teams drop down. They'll probably go and form their own I-70 eight-man conference now. Uh, but for now, that's the CRC. The GRC is down to the six teams. It is the smallest uh, division, smallest conference in eight-man now, but maybe the biggest star power. Albany, King City, North Andrew, Pattonsburg, Stanbury, Worth County. Not really an easy layup there in that conference. I'm not sure how good Pattonsburg is going to be this year with much of their losses, but we'll see. King City was down a bit last year. I don't think they're going to be great this next year, uh, but I think Stanbury will be better. I think Worth County is going to be good. I think Albany will be good. I think North Andrew will be good. I think they're going to have four really good teams in that conference. It'll be tough to get through the GRC like it usually is. And then the WEMO. Um, has seven teams, Appleton City, Archie, Drexel, Jasper, Liberal, Osceola, and Rich Hill with Archie and Jasper both joining the conference this year. So they go from a five-team conference to a seven-team conference. I like that a lot going forward. So um, so pretty fun. They're kind of going forward. And, of course, with the two – wait, where's – no, okay, Osceola, never mind. Okay, yeah, so with the two teams who are – Independence with LeBlonde and Schuyler County. Um, and I put this out on Twitter the other day, but there's only three bye weeks um, this year in eight-man. Uh, so pretty good scheduling there so far. Uh, three teams with byes. Rich Hill does have two, one in week one, one in week three. And then it's like Schuyler County has one in week eight. And week nine, Osceola has a bye week. Um, so... Not too bad there scheduling-wise, so most of the teams are playing a full nine-game schedule, um, two playing eight and one playing seven. So we'll kind of see what kind of goes on going forward. Um, I know there was one that was like – I think it was OCLA-Drexel, yeah. They're playing in week five. Drexel's playing an out-of-conference, out-of-state game in week nine. That's when OCLA has their bye week, so that's kind of 
And there's a team available to play, but you already played them earlier in the year, so it's kind of frustrating that way. But it's the way the schedule works out. Um, and then, like, week eight, Archie's playing KC's Christian, and Skyler kind of heavy, buddy, but from Skyler to Archie is a drive. So I'm guessing that's why those two teams didn't want to play. Much closer there for Archie to play KC East Christian. Um, and then Rich Hill and Norman Harden Central did not link up in week one. That could have been a matchup, but they decided not to. Norman Harden Central is going to play KC East Christian instead um, in week one. So maybe in the future they could play each other. That way Rich Hill could have uh, one less bye week. And then the last one in week three, LeBlanc is playing KC East. is playing Dauphin and West over in Kansas in week three, and Rich Hill has a bye. So just some of these are just because they're just too long of a drive. I'm not sure how far it is from Rich Hill to LeBlanc. It's a pretty good drive, though. Um, also, I put on my Twitter that I have narrowed it down to kind of three games that I kind of want to go to um, in week one. Um, so let me see if I can find that real quick. Oh, there it is. Okay, so the three games I'm considering going to, first, Appleton City at Stanbury, South Hope Nowy Holt at Worth County, and then Southwest Livingston at East Atchison. Uh, there's still five days left in that poll on my Twitter page. I tweeted it out yesterday, so Tuesday. Uh, currently, Livingston at East EA is the leader in the clubhouse with almost 40% of the votes, followed by South Hope Nowy Holt at Worth County and Appleton City at Stanbury. Um the way I kind of see it in week one, I'm probably going to go to EA versus um, hosting Southwest Livingston. Um, I think they kind of want me to go over there. The coaches um, should be pretty interesting there between Coach Magruder and Coach Barons um, in that one. They said they're going to throw the ball quite a bit or at least have a bunch of pitches. Um, so we'll kind of see what kind of goes on there. Um, but week two, I'm trying to get my schedule kind of worked out for where I'm going to go each week because it's going to be a little bit of a drive from North KC wherever I go. Um, but Stanbury Albany intrigues me in week two. Um, Appleton City at Drexel intrigues me. Uh, what are the other games that kind of intrigued me going into week two? Worth County Santa Fe, depending on how Santa Fe does in week one. I kind of want to see what they do versus North Shelby. Uh, South Holt Nolly Holt versus South, at Southwest Livingston is intriguing, depending on how those first two weeks go. Like if Livingston and South Holt Nolly Holt both win in week one, I'd be hard-pressed not to go to that game, but I'm kind of leaning towards Appleton City Drexel just because I don't get to see the teams down south a whole lot last few years. I kind of want to – I've already met uh, Drexel's coach, um, Coach Dean. So I kind of want to go down and see Drexel's field and kind of see what's going on down there when they play Appleton City with a rematch of last year's state semi uh, state district championship game for that one. That could be interesting. Also, kind of depends on what Appleton City Stanbury kind of looked like. Also, Drexel Concordia to kind of see if both of those teams are one and zero going to week two. I'll probably go there. Um, but there's some interesting matchups here early in the season. Haven't really looked at week three yet, and I think week three I'm just kind of wait to kind of see. Albany Mount Seat is intriguing though. Um, kind of going forward, just depending on how teams start the year. I mean, there's a lot of good games here early in the year that could really interest me. Um, Again, South Holt and Holt playing EA. The Spartans at the beginning of the year always have a tough schedule. They play Worth County, Livingston, and EA to start the year. Um, and two of those games are on the road for them. So that's a bit of a tough start for the Spartans. Their schedule um, definitely lightens up after that a little bit. Until they play Mountain City, I believe, in week six. No, week seven. Yep. I believe week seven is kind of rivalry week 
in a lot of eight man. So maybe it used to be. Maybe not as much. Okay. But it could be interesting there uh, later in the year. There's definitely games that I kind of want to go to, but also depends on how teams kind of fare here in the year. I mean, Worth County, North Andrew, and we get could be a huge game. It could be a mediocre game. Um, EA versus Stanbury could be a huge game, or one of those teams could uh, falter a little bit. It's just kind of depending on what you, the teams do each week. I'm probably going to try to plan, like as soon as the game's in on Friday night, be like, hey, this is what happened tonight. Where should I go next week and put a poll out and have the voting done by Monday? That way I know where I'm going by the end of the week. Should be a lot of fun. I don't believe any game is going to be farther than an hour and a half away from me. Um, I'm going to try to go to maybe tops two hours. So we'll kind of see uh, from where I'm at. But it should be a lot of fun. I can't wait to go and be able to pick the best game every week. Um, and games that are not only intriguing, but games I also teams I haven't seen a whole lot of the last couple of years. Um, so I'm really excited for this. And I've just been diving into my Excel sheets to kind of get everything ready for this year. I already have the whole week, nine-week schedule into my Excel sheet. Records from last year for every team. Current win-loss records. Mascots. Um, travel for the first four weeks is pretty much set. See how many teams are traveling. Like week one, the shortest trip is King City at North Andrew, which is 23 miles on the road. The longest trip is Osceola at Albany. It's almost a 200-mile trip, three hours on the road there for the Indians of Osceola. A couple of long trips. Appleton City at Stanbury, also Santa Fe at North Shelby, Livingston at EA. All those trips over two hours, um, and a couple of them almost three for Appleton City Stanbury. Week two, a lot shorter trips here kind of going forward. There are some long ones. Uh, the three longest, North Shelby at Hughesville. Worth County at Santa Fe and Concordia at Liberal. All those about two and a half hour drives, two hours and 40 minutes or so. So there are some long trips this year um, with eight men expanding a little bit to different parts of the state. But uh, the longest trip I've seen so far, week four, 198 miles, three hours and 17 minutes from Stanbury to Osceola. Um, just barely edging out Osceola to Stanbury by about 10 minutes of drive time, I guess, um, according to Google Maps. Um, but the shortest trip so far through four weeks, one mile or four minutes. St. Paul Lutheran at Concordia in week four. So week four, we have the shortest trip of the year and the longest trip so far. So we'll kind of see kind of going forward, and I'll make a thing when I get done doing that about who has the most road miles this year, who's going to be on the road the most, um, miles traveled, probably average per week because you'll have five and four for home and away games. But I'm excited for this year. If you cannot tell, I've already done a couple of podcasts on this already. But we'll kind of see. Make sure you guys vote on the polls. Let's just see real quick the kind of see how those polls are going so far. We're 11 votes in. Cardinals leading the Eagles 55%. Uh, Wolves 62%. Panthers 30%. And Wildcats 8%. That's 13 votes in. Uh, Mustangs trailing the Bulldogs 69% to 31 with 13 votes. 12 votes on Spartans versus Aggies, and it's 75% Spartans, and also 12 votes in on Chiefs-Warriors, also 75% advantage for the Chiefs. So right now, the poll ended at 10.07 on Wednesday night, which they don't end until Thursday night. 
The finals would be Cardinals, Wolves, and Bulldogs in the Animal Division, and the People Division would be Spartans versus Chiefs. So that's what mascots currently look like. Um, I know my friend Anthony Crane over at the Daily Forum there in Maryville um, said it would be really interesting to do one in regarding to mascots. Not mascots, but uniform combinations. But that would require me finding every uniform for all 34 teams, and that would be a chore. So unless the coaches start seeing those to me, uh, my DMs are open at Devin Albertson or at MoEatmanFootball. So if you want to send me those, feel free to. Um, he is a big fan of East Ashton's and South Holt Nottoway Holt. I will say South Holt Nottoway Holt has some sharp uniforms, and I graduated from Nottoway Holt, the new uniforms in the co-op, much better than our uniforms were. It's a very sharp look. The black look for a lot of these teams, the black coloring, really sets them apart um, in some of these looks. Very sharp-looking uh, teams kind of going forward. Um, so, yeah, but Albany, I know they did really well in that helmet challenge. Albany's helmet looks very good. Very clean-looking helmet. Albany has a really good-looking helmet. I like Livingston's. Stanberry's is nice. Um, Northwest Nottoway has a good color combo for their uniforms uh, with the dark blue and powder blue. I like that one a lot. Um, and I haven't seen all all of these kind of going forward. North Andrew has a very sharp, crisp look. I don't know if it's one of the best looks, but it's very sharp looking. Um, I haven't seen a lot of the new teams. So I haven't seen Archie's or Jasper's or even like Liberal and Appleton Cities down south. I haven't seen theirs a whole lot. So we'll kind of see. Um, what they kind of look like. Skylar County has a, that brown and yellow look, so it's a little different there with the Rams. Um, Chillahowie is pretty basic there with the um, arrow on the side of the helmet, but it's an okay look for them. Um, Santa Fe with the Chiefs, I haven't seen theirs. I'm curious what theirs kind of looks like. Um, Mountain City has a classic look there with the purple and gold with the Panther paw, or is the Panther is the paw or the head on the side? I don't remember, but it's a good look them for them. Um, kind of an older school look there for Mound City. But, hey, they win a lot. So, Rockport with the all blue. So, that's just kind of the teams that I've just thought off the top of my head, what they kind of look like um, kind of going forward. So, it's interesting to kind of – we're definitely in off-season talk. I mean, but it's already July. It's July 1st when I record this. It's July. That means next month is August. The season is pretty much here. We're really two months away. Um August 28th is when the season starts. August 21st will be Jamboree week. Um, not sure if I'm going to any Jamborees. Haven't heard on what they're kind of doing for that. So, coaches, if you want to hit up my DMs and tell me what Jamborees you're going to and what teams will be there, I would really appreciate that. Hopefully, Jamborees happen. Hopefully, the season happens. Um, also, I haven't heard is Albany doing their team camp this year. I doubt it, but if they are, and it's on a Saturday again, I would be interested in going if I have that Saturday off from work. So um, just let me know kind of what's going on with there. Because yeah, I like to go, first of all, to go there talk to the coaches that I haven't seen all year um, and to see the team. It's always fun to see the, even if it's just shells, um, just to kind of, you can gauge kind of the talent on the field. You saw it last year. I was there. EA and Pattonsburg were the best two teams there. It's regular season. EA went undefeated until they lost in the, District Championship game at Mound City, and Pattonsburg made the state semifinals. They were the best two teams there. It showed. And just certain teams, like, hey, you saw Norbert Harden Central, super young. That was shown in the field. You saw Stanbury. They had a few issues there early on. I was kind of cold on Stanbury early in the year because of the, jam of the team camp. 
and they struggled early. They started picking it up a little bit later. They have a young team last year, should be older this year. Stanbury, I'm intrigued by them. So King City, you saw last year at the, at the team camp, looked really young. Albany looked fundamentally sound, and we're going to be solid. They were that year. So I like going to this thing to kind of look. Bramer had a really small squad and just didn't look quite up to the par of the Pattonsburgs and the EAs, and they looked a little bit undermatched, and that's what kind of showed through the regular season. So I like to go to those team camp things. So it's not just me kind of going off of what names do they bring them back and stuff like that. It's actually like, hey, look on the field, look what they have, and kind of go from there. You saw South Holt Nami Holt. They were not in sync. They were a little out of whack. That kind of showed early in the year. They kind of got their footing later in the season, but you could see early on they had some troubles with some younger guys. So it's just a good look at the season. So I like seeing that stuff. I like going to the Jamboree. Last year I went to Pattonsburg. You saw Pattonsburg was the best team on the field there. North Andrew uh, played Pattonsburg tough. You could tell Pattonsburg was a little more talented. They played much closer in the regular season. Uh, then you kind of showed DeKalb and Platte Valley were better than they were the past years, and that kind of showed last year. DeKalb was a really older squad last year, and they really was able to step up and be a good average team, the 275, which was much better last year. So we'll see going into this year. I'm really excited. I need to go. I need to start talking to coaches and kind of seeing who they're bringing back and how it's kind of looking going into this year. Um, so I need to get on that, but I'm really excited. And I've talked for almost 30 minutes, so my time is almost up here. Thank you for listening. I'll probably do one of these either tomorrow or Friday. So thank you for listening to Straight Up Sports. I'm your host, Devin Albertson. We love eight-man football.